0: Welcome to It Is Written Canada. Last week, three young couples, Sari and Nathan Johnson, Abigail and James Cleveland, and Kevin and Shannon Corrigan all shared how key their friendship, fondness, and ongoing admiration is to the success of their marital happiness.
1: No matter how long they knew each other before they married, Each identified how the best part of being married was spending time together, working together and turning toward each other instead of away, and letting their partners influence them instead of trying to control each other.
0: Today these three couples are going to continue sharing what gives them confidence that they will stay with each other through thick and thin, in sickness and in health. So let's talk about um, your beliefs. I know that you're both Christians. Uh, How important is your Christian
2: faith to you as a married couple? That's a good question. I think our faith is probably one of the biggest important factors. Mm -hmm. Um that's kind of gave us the basis of kind of what we were looking for in each other I think
3: mm-hmm. and it
2: helped us to set parameters on a relationship and kind of what was what was a go and what was a no go
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and I think it's probably one of the biggest factors that gives me confidence that this is going to be successful
4: So the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him the face. You know, like I mentioned, you run the race that God has for you. And when you see somebody next to you, they're striving for that same purpose. And I think that's what has been very foundational in our marriage is we both have the same goal in life. We both are striving for the same thing. And that has um, grown us um, together and with Christ.
2: For my family, growing up, we had a lot of things that would influence me in this direction of spiritual life being a big part of of who I am. All of us kids would listen to tapes of like children's Bible stories, -hmm. and then as we got older, we'd read you know different books of the Bible or that kind of thing. And my parents were constantly asking us at breakfast, hey, what did you read for for your devotions? And the persistence of that, knowing every morning, hey, dad's gonna ask you what you read in your devotions, Mm -hmm. that helped you to make them real. And of course we had family worship every morning, and every evening after supper. And that was something that gives me an example of what I want my family to be with Abigail now. I knew going over to Abigail's house, it was gonna be the exact same thing. So that helps me also know how much each other is alike.
5: We definitely were encouraged to have devotions growing up and encouraged to share what we had gotten. And I think my parents' persistence helped me realize how important it was. Mm -hmm. And I think it becomes a habit, but more than just a habit, it becomes something that you really enjoy doing. And I think it was also good to know that we grew up so similar in that aspect, Um, having our devotions and the Mm -hmm. morning and evening worships that we knew that would work Well, in our marriage, and it was something that we would want to continue if we had children in the future as well.
6: Mm -hmm. It can be a blessing to other people, and just us as we go about our evening. It's so important for each of us. We've noticed to spend time with God every day, Mm -hmm. because we believe that love comes from God, and as we look at His love, understand better what love is supposed to be. Uh, So it's very, yeah, it's very important to me, I know, and to you to spend time with God every day because it helps us to know how to love the other person uh, more unselfishly. There's I don't have any unselfish love of my own. And the I think the longer you're married, the more <laughs> you tend to realize that love really does come from God and you you need Him to be in the middle.
2: There's things that will come up and you have to face a decision or you have to face a an attitude or you have to face a, uh, a choice. And if you can't face that knowing that that God is on your side, That's I think that's super concerning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of disconcerting, you could say. Um, so I think for me, faith is a huge, huge part of it.
5: And yeah. believing the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, another, that's a difference. good point. Because I know that she's on the same page as I am when it comes to everything.
7: <laughs> our faith tells us what our lifestyle is gonna be like. So if I believe that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, that you know, if we, we both believe that, mm-hmm. we're gonna be um, uh, mindful of what we, we put into our bodies and mindful about how much we move or we sit on the couch. So that means we'll both wanna go for a walk. Um, and that unifies us. So if somebody offended us, we would um, have the mind, hopefully, of Christ to forgive that person together. I can only imagine how complicating it would be in a marriage if I was gonna be bitter at that person forever and he was willing to forgive it's gonna be hard to invite that friend over for dinner anymore, mm-hmm. right? And that's gonna affect our marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think our faith really helps unify our marriage because it um, points us in the same same direction. Mm-hmm.
0: So someone watching might be wondering to themselves, how does that work? Like, how do you connect spiritually?
2: Mm-hmm. I guess talking about what we've read and sharing with each other where where we are with our devotions and then having worships together. Mm-hmm. Obviously those, those two things keep you on the same track and connect you on more than just a mental or physical level. So that's that's like our spiritual connection that keeps us going. Jesus
6: ascended sent into the Father as a representative of the human race. And God will bring those who reflect his
8: image. We try and do worship together every evening so we don't pray together um, and we just choose a book, um, usually an animal book that we want to read and work through it and choose a new one.
6: Yeah, we're reading Heaven right now.
8: Yeah. uh, I think we're (laughs) almost
6: done with that. But yeah, we just had to read through Heaven. Also, I think memorizing scripture together has been a lot of fun.
8: too,
6: Because then we can help each other review, and and it's encouraging to us because when I go through the day, I feel like I'm thinking about something Shannon's thinking about, which is nice as well. Um, Because you come back in the evening and you have thoughts about what you thought about during the day, and she has different thoughts and we can compare notes. And So I think memorizing scripture and worship are probably the two things we do the most often together, mm-hmm. as far as that goes.
8: And just sharing as well, like, you know, from sure. being a personal devotions and then, often at breakfast, he'll tell me something he read and what he thought about it, or I'll have a question that I was wondering about and we'll talk about it together.
2: I think we're both really active with, in church and stuff, so keeping, music and church going that helps us to um also have a a focus for that with our our mission of the young people Mm -hmm. having them share so it kind of goes all the way from you know our morning devotions to our job and thankfully uh, the work that we do is is kind of part of our spiritual passion as well as that's to share it Mm -hmm. so i think it does it's a huge part and it it does keep us connected in Mm -hmm. those ways Mm -hmm. so you're praying together Mm-hmm. you're praying for each other. Absolutely, yeah, yeah sure. and talking about the things that are on our heart. And then when we pray that every evening, we, we pray, you know, we first talk about our the things that we want to talk to God about. And then we both know those things that are that are on our hearts. Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: then knowing that God has them at the end of the day, that's, I don't know, I guess you could blessing. say that's kind of, a, it is a blessing, yeah.
1: Nathan and Siri, is there a Bible verse that guides you personally in your marriage?
4: Yeah, I think one that, um, and we have lots of Bible verses you like, but I think one that helps us a lot is, is Psalms 27, 14. It says, wait upon the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait upon the Lord.
7: It was obviously important to us before we were married, you know, we are waiting for your spouse who is it going to be and trusting that God's going to take care of that. So it's, it was a, it was a bit of a wait. Um, but then now that we are married, when one of us are annoyed at the other person, if we are willing to wait before we react Mm -hmm. and give that space, um, as a time to pray and a time for God to work on the other person's heart or your own heart, it changes your own attitude as well. And that can be 90% of the problem. (laughs) So um, waiting um, in those little moments has been super, super important um, to us. And we think that God just put that verse for us. Mm -hmm.
6: I definitely have a Bible verse that guides me in our friendship. Um, It's Psalms 141.3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Um, It's just so important the things I say to Shannon on a daily basis. Like... It's easy to say something quickly without thinking. It's so easy to come home frustrated from work, um, frustrated with someone I argued with, maybe a colleague or frustrated with a student who was rude all morning or whatever. And Shannon asked me a question and I responded, I'm not upset with her, but I'm upset and she knows me well enough to realize it. And she feels like I'm upset with her or whatever. And so, just knowing that God's willing to be in control of my mouth and help me to say things in a loving way. It's so hard to take things back, and even if they weren't meant to be bad or meant to be frustrating to the other person, Uh, Shannon still feels whatever I said to her. So, I don't know, that verse has been very important for me.
2: I think a verse that guides us, or guides me, I'll say for me, (laughs) but it's a simple Bible verse, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, Simple things come up and it's like a decision of, you know, which way you're going to go with this. And keeping that in my mind, like, I want Abigail to have the best life. And so if, if it's going to make me happy, then it surely is going to make her happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it just like that. So that, I mean, I'm not perfect at that. She knows that, but that's something that, that I, you could say I strive for, to mm-hmm. do it how I'd like it to be done to me because I want her to have the best life ever.
8: For me, it's not just a verse, it's a whole chapter. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, I think, guides both of us really. Mm -hmm, um, Definitely. In our marriage. um, Because there, Paul's talking about love, and he describes love as being patient and kind and unselfish and, you know, humble. And it's a lot of things that are, um, I guess, choices you make out of principle and not out of emotion. And so I think. For us, it's important to remember because sometimes you're tired, you're irritated or something happened that upsets you and you don't necessarily feel like all lovey-dovey with each other, but just remembering, you know, I love him. And so that's because of that, I'm going to choose to be patient because that's what love is. I'm going to choose to be unselfish, Um, things like that. I think that chapter is just important to us
0: so i want to talk to you nathan uh the bible tells us in ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 that husbands should love their wives just as christ loved the church and gave himself for her so that's pretty tall order right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so how is it that how does that make you feel to to know that you are to show that kind of love towards sari that christ showed towards you
4: I don't feel qualified. <laughs> you know, when I think of the the love that Christ has shown me, uh, I don't feel qualified to be able to give that to somebody else. Um, but I know that it is possible through Him. And thankfully, that He has given me a wife who's easy to love and um, who it naturally flows, right? Um, I, I enjoy giving her love and making her happy. And um, I know that it's something that I've prayed about a lot too, you know, God give me Give me the love that you desire me to give to her. So, so following up on that, I'm just thinking right. your parents, did they model that for you within their marriage? Absolutely. I, um, I always saw love from my dad to my mom and um, care. I, I never saw him lash out at her, at least <laughs> that I saw. Um, so I absolutely saw that growing up as a kid. Yeah.
1: And what about you, Siri? Did you see that between your parents too?
7: Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things that made me more confident, confident in marrying him is because we were raised very similar. <laughs> so I never heard my parents, like you said, lash out on each other or us. So screaming or yelling wasn't something um, that I knew I couldn't get used to and I knew he wouldn't make a habit of it because that's not what he was raised with.
2: I think just reading about how God loves the church helps me see how much He loves the church and how much He loves us. The church is us. So to know how much God loves us. I think if you never felt that love from God, it'd be hard to pass that on, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so recently I've been reading um, the Gospels about Jesus in the temple and Jesus in Galilee and Jesus doing all these things. And the way He interacts with the people is just... He had so much hate coming his way, that the way he reacted to it was so just perfectly peaceful, perfectly loving. And for me, I have no hate coming my way. Um, so it should be easy to love Abigail and give her just the most sweet, you know, unconditional love. And if God could do it in the worst circumstances, I think he gives me a, a glimpse of how I can do it, even when things are going well like are. Anytime you're following Christ's example, to
6: live up to that is a very high standard, an infinitely high standard. Uh, but I think for me, it's also an encouragement because the Bible says that, so that means it's possible. So every day I can get up and ask Christ to live that kind of love in my life to Shannon. He knows how to love Shannon in a way I have no idea, so I can ask him to please help me with that. Anytime I ask, you know, please help me to love Shannon in a way she can feel it. Um, it's It's encouraging to me to see that God can do that uh, because I've certainly run out of good ideas sometimes, (laughs) but God knows exactly what the other person wants and needs at any moment. So to me, I see that verse, it is a challenge, but it's also a promise and I'm thankful for it.
1: If we back up a little bit in Ephesians 5, verses 22 to 24, we read the following. Wives, submit to your own husbands, as to the Lord for the husband is head of the wife as also Christ is head of the church and he is the savior of the body therefore just as the church is subject to Christ so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything how did those words make you feel?
7: I can imagine if I was in a relationship that was really controlling, this verse would stress me out. (laughs) And if I didn't understand that who Christ really was and what it really means in that verse, um, then yeah it would stress me out. But because I know how Christ loves me and treats the church, it actually I'm excited, like if there's somebody that you love their mission so much, then it's awesome, then it excites me. Um, that's why I married him, because he was going in the same direction with the same mission that I wanted to go. So it's it's not hard and when he loves me the way he does, and like Christ, it just gets easier and easier. So I, it's an awesome verse and it's um, encouraging. I think
5: in the world today, um, the thought of submitting to something or being subject to something is not very pleasant because um, I think Satan has tried to twist that idea into just submitting without any um, restraint on the part of the person you're submitting to. Um, just if they abuse you, you just have to accept it. If they make a decision that you don't think is right, you just have to go along with it. You know, um, but. I think we have to step back and remember that it says to submit to your husband, as um, the church is submitted to Christ. And you know that Christ did not like; he didn't take advan; he doesn't take advantage of that um, that leadership, that role. Um, he's shown as the shepherd who guards his sheep. You know. So I think that taking it into the perspective of um, James being my protector and my leader, and kind of a, um, a safe place for me. If you think of it that way, there's no fear in it. It's actually a comfort um, to be able to know and to be subject to him, um, but also supported and loved and led by him.
8: There are many relationships that are not healthy and not happy, and I think when you think about someone having to um, submit to someone, a woman having to submit to a man who's maybe treating her really badly, you know that doesn't feel good. but when you're in a relationship where the husband is trying to treat you like Jesus, love you as Jesus loves you, it makes it a lot easier to submit. And I think, for me, when I think of a worldly way of thinking of submit, um, it's kind of like, I don't have an opinion, I'm just going to do whatever you say. But I think, um, in the Bible sense, he has my best interest at heart. And so I'm submitting, but it's not, to his selfish ideas, it's like respecting him and we have each other's best interest at heart. And so um, I want to respect him. I want to submit to him.
1: So how do you have confidence that you will stay together through thick and thin in sickness and health until death do you part?
2: That's a great question. I think everything that we've talked about today Mm
3: -hmm.
2: is a factor that adds up to me being confident that we'll stick together um, forever. Like the fact that we both um, have a relationship with God that is not just because we have to, like we both want to, Mm -hmm. it's both an important part of keeping us on the same track. The fact that we knew how each other grew up and we know um, like our both our we love both our families, both our families love us Mm -hmm. and that gives us a confidence. Um, the fact that we love what we do, the fact that we spend time doing things together, all of those combined with the fact that I know for sure that God brought us together, that, that last one is by far the most important to me because mm-hmm. if God brought us together, then He asked us to stay together. So we're definitely gonna do that <laughs> and that's easy.
4: Well, I think when you say sickness and, uh, and health, you know, it reminds me of our honeymoon. We both got, uh, well, I got sick and then she got sick on our honeymoon and, um, you know, that's a good way to test it out on your honeymoon, um, just see how she cared for me on that. But I think more than that is I, because we knew each other for a while, before we got married, that helped a lot in seeing how they reacted in different situations, at least for me to her, and I, and I know that she, um, is going to be faithful. Because I've seen how she's been faithful in other things and how she has been so far. And I have no doubt. I trust her. Um, and I think that comes along with, you know, it's like, she's like my best friend, right? I can trust her.
8: For us, it's just not a back door open. Like, you know, we've promised that we're going to do this. We made that promise till death was part. And so I think just being intentional about it every day. Not being like, well, we'll see what happens. (laughs) It's fun at the moment. Like, you know, when it's not fun, and we're upset or something, you know, well, we need to fix this. We need to figure out how we can do better. Having values that match up, interests that match up,
5: um, Mm -hmm. even our jobs right now, Mm -hmm. um, being so similar. I think um, even just, not looking at the spiritual side of things. Um, having so much in common is gonna help because you're going to be going through life together instead of separate, living in the same house.
7: Yeah, he's probably the most loyal, hard-working um, person I know, he, he doesn't, quit early, he finishes everything he starts. So I know that he's going to do that for a marriage, too.
6: I know for me, sticking together, um, because we know we're going to, I invest. (laughs) Because I know I'm going to stick with her, I'm going to spend time trying to take care of anything that seems like a difficulty. And as I see Shannon investing every day in me and trying to make me happy, I'm confident that's what she's doing too. And I think it just becomes easier and easier to do that for the other person.
0: Thank you so much for being able to come on to It Is Written Canada, talk about a vulnerable, vulnerable topic, your love for one another. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, James and Abigail.
3: Absolutely,
2: thank you for having us. Yeah,
3: thank you.
0: Okay. We're gonna close with a word of prayer.
3: Okay.
0: Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you so much for the love that you have placed in James and Abigail's hearts for one another, also for Siri and Nathan and for kevin and shannon and uh, the way in which they have shared that love with others and um and the way that they are prepared to uh to tackle difficult subjects within their marriage and talk about them and dream together and move forward and looking to you for guidance each day thank you for hearing and for answering our prayers in jesus name
3: amen. amen
1: those three young couples siri and nathan abigail and james and kevin and shannon have honestly shared how they are negotiating both the fun and the frustrations of married life and it's obvious that they really do love being married the title of our free offer for you is how to love your marriage
0: if you are looking for meaningful solutions how to love your marriage offers biblical answers and practical tips for improving your marriage learn how to reclaim intimacy with your spouse and 10 ways to renew your marital happiness before you go we would Also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs.
1: Friends, we want you to experience the truth finding the words of Jesus when he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God.
5: Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit IIW.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the Videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.